Deutsche Welle. Learning by ear. Listen up. Shape your future. Hey Alphonse. Hey everyone. Hello Philomen. Welcome to our Learning by Ear series about civil society and participation. Today, we are talking about organizations working in the social sector, aren't we? Yes, we are, Alphonse. And we're also taking a closer look at a massive football club that is based in one of the world's biggest slums. Ooh. That is in Nairobi, the capital of Kenya. Oh, let's go then. We are off to Kenya. Yes, we are. <laughs> Kenya. Inti ajua jambo jambo bwana jambo jambo rafiki The children of Madare are singing welcome This collection of slums in the Kenyan capital houses about half a million people 150,000 to 180,000 inhabitants live on top of each other in the central Madare valley which is two kilometers long and 300 meters wide. There are endless rows of huts made of wood, plastic, tarpaulin, and there is no indication that life is easy here. There are so many single women who are actually living in Mathare. And uh, the rate of crime is high actually because of uh, the lack of employment of these uh, youth who engage in crime activities. If the youth are given something to do, of course they can change their attitude. And that is an area where mice is coming in. I mean, uh, uh, through the football tournaments, through the football league, through the other mice programs that, that are there in Madare. If you keep this youth active all the time, then they'll tend to forget the, the challenges that uh, they have at, at home. Stephen Muchoki is the coordinator of the MISA Adult Program. MISA stands for Madari Youth Sport Association. The NGO has been working for 20 years to change life in the slum. Malaria strikes and kills a child. My brother and sister falls into child labor. Oh no, my God, why us? Have mercy. I close my eyes. At the music club in Madari, children recite the poem of their own life, giving voice to their problems linked to violence, drugs and illness. They all dream of finding a way out, like Jacqueline Mignoni did. She is 30 years old today. So when I finished my school, they gave me a scholarship again to Norway. So I went there to study for one year, like um, culture and the language and ball in general. So when I came back, uh, they gave me a contract again to go and at least implement the system that MISA is using. So after that one year I came back, they gave me now the full-time job. And after two years, they sent me again to Botswana. I went to implement the same, same program. Jacqueline is just one of MISA's many successes. The organization's main goal is to give people the chance to play sport, especially football, the poor's king of sport. Stephen Muchoki explains the importance of sport. It gives them hope for the future. When they come to the field, because only one ball can bring 22 people together. The aim of MISA is also to use sport as a tool for community development. MISA has, has made a very significant uh, impact to the lives of the people in Madare and its neighboring areas. Actually, the community has, is also working hand in hand with us. And working is what allows people to get ahead. MISA works on merit, meaning that members get points depending on their performance in different sports and their engagement in activities of general interest, 
such as cleaning the slum streets at the weekend. If a Maisa team does a cleanup, they earn six points, which are very special points. They are added to their league standing. So, and then uh, also the other program that they have is the HIV and AIDS awareness program that was started in 1994, and uh, the aim was to to sensitize uh, the youth about HIV, AIDS, and also uh, drug abuse. HIV, AIDS and drug abuse are huge problems in the slums. The School of Music is part of the NGO's Arts and Culture program. Many libraries have been opened up in the districts to promote education, which for Mysore lies at the base of all success, including sport, which the NGO is most involved in. Stephen Muchoki. Through our partnership with the Royal Dutch Netherlands Football Federation, we have uh, we have actually trained so many referees. And at the moment, there are so many referees who are officiating the Kenyan Premier League, who are, who are MISA graduates. At the same time, we're also having uh, top coaches in the Kenyan League, who are MISA graduates. The leaders of the NGO are proud of the results and all the more of the fact that the MISA project is being exported. 25-year-old Bethwell Njiru is a Maise trainer at the Kakuma refugee camp in the northeast of Kenya. 12,000 young people from eight different countries, mainly southern Sudan, are involved in the camp's Maise project, which is trying to reduce inter-ethnic conflict. The youth are really, really enthusiastic about the activities they'll be undertaking. This is not only for football, but for volleyball, athletics, and basketball. Building the youth in capacity building, training the coaches, the referees, and the young leaders come up with a structure so that they can govern themselves. And through this, they'll, they'll keep on building peace. Because these small kids, they've seen short of guns, and we want to change that with sports. Instead of fighting, they play football. Back to the valley of the Madari slum, the logistical challenge of setting up such a network of competences and skills is huge. MISA has set up partnerships with foreign institutions as well as private Kenyan structures and also international sporting associations such as FIFA, the International Federation of Football Association. MISA receives much of its funding from the Norwegian Foundation Strom but it is constantly on the lookout for new donors. At the moment, MISA is not worried about survival, but it wants to maintain the high level, which has earned its several awards, notably a Nobel Peace Prize nomination in 2004. But apart from the awards, the best reward for MISA is the recognition from the members it has trained. Jacqueline Mignoni doesn't hide the fact that she owes a great deal to the organization. At least I can say MISA has helped me a lot and I have achieved what I wanted to do. I've done the CAF, the Confederation of African Football Certificate, Senior Instructor, so that is what I, I wanted. And I have also worked with the KFF. Currently I'm the women representative in the Nairobi branch KFF. So I've achieved what I wanted really with MISA. <laughs> So I say thank you very much, my son. <laughs> it seems like organizations such as this are like big families. Well, that's because several people, thousands in Maisa's case, have come together to strive towards a common goal, a goal that has nothing to do with making profit. 
that's what defines a non-profit organization or a non-governmental organization, an NGO. Oh, it doesn't make any profit. You know, that is, it doesn't make any money? No, it doesn't. Because otherwise it would be a firm, a business, a company. So an NGO or a non-profit organization isn't allowed to sell? No. It is like my choir, for instance. It's an NGO, but when we perform, we make the audience pay. So, uh, Phil, what's the difference between a non-profit organization and a company? A non-profit isn't about personal gain. Mm -hmm. The money made goes back into the organization towards its development, the costs of material, staff wages, things like that. And uh, do non-profit organizations and NGOs always work for good causes? There are NGOs in all sorts of sectors, social and humanitarian for example, like we heard about in the report, but there are also NGOs which campaign for the rights of particular people. Oh, like disabled people, ill people or victims of the same disaster or conflict. Yes, and also there are NGOs which promote a particular activity spot for instance or something cultural there are all sorts of NGOs and I'll bet you there are some which also try to make a profit it's too tempting to get donations and subsidies and not putting anything aside for personal gain well there are some such cases but usually the risks of corruption are decreased by the fact that all NGOs have to register with the authorities and give details about their headquarters budget and founding members you've just had a learning by ear program on the subject of civil society and political commitment to listen to the program again or to send us your feedback go to www.dw-world.de lbe thanks for listening and don't forget to tune in again next time